Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so I should I should take that deal, right? Uh, I would get more information on it I first. Think you need some deeds. Okay, and I head into my room and close the door. Flint, super weird, right? Yeah, what was that about? Flint and Bort, you're not sure how much time passes, but you wake up and you're in a chamber over what looks like a bubbling cauldron. You see a dozen red wizards observing your current state. We have further questions for you. Nailmit, do you know that someone has entered Flint's dreams? That is very troublesome. Archian Eseldra Yeth will account for the red wizards and has agreed to aid the factions of the Sword Coast. We shall return to Waterdeep. And you appear back in the teleportation chamber in Waterdeep with Leosin and Lady Laryl Silverhand entering the room. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your dungeon master Russ Moore. I said that very slowly and eloquently I, today. Normally, I speed through it. Was, I felt like you were at like, yeah, you were slow. You were at like three, yeah. three quarters yeah. speed. Well, yeah. I hear some people like to play podcasts at slow speed, so I'm just helping them out. Also with me today is Amy Moore. I am here today. I'm at full speed, full speed ahead. And I play Thea Amastasia. And Carla Johnson. I have only heard of people playing podcasts at faster speeds, never at slower speeds, so I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to be at, like, regular speed, though, playing Nulara Moonbrook. Sometimes I like to play them slow just to hear the people, how they'd sound if they were really drunk. Mm, oh, that's kind little of little slurry. <laughs> that's kind yeah. of fun. Yeah. And last but not least, Tom Laird. Yep, that's me. Uh, I know you can't hear this, but I shaved my beard off, and it was weird. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I can kind of hear it. Oh, you can? People can probably okay. hear mm. it. Normally, there's like a slight rustling. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, and I I play Flint Firebeard. That's all the woodland creatures that have made a home in there. That's what that is. <laughs> Tom usually has a big beard. And now, yeah. this is the first time any of us have seen him with no beard. And it's pretty crazy. He looks great. He's pretty much a 13-year-old boy. But he looks like he looks like a little tiny baby. His skin is flawless. It's crazy. Thank you. Thank you. Right? You never know what's under that beard. Oh, uh, you really have no idea until you hack it all off. Some of that hair must have been like months and months old. Yeah. 
because I assume you trim it. So I was going to say years old, but it'd have to be like down to your <laughs> yeah. knee. The stuff it around my chin big. was pretty long, so it had been a while. Um, I feel for continuity. This episode comes out on December 12th. You're going to have to shave it again on December 12th. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just post the picture on December 12th and then we'll be good. Was there a reason why you did it? Uh, no, it had been uh, it. Well, I guess the reason was it had been so long since I'd done it that I could not actually remember the last time that I'd done it. So you couldn't even remember what your own face looked like. I had no idea. Without a beard. You needed to know underneath it all. So is this the real you or is Tom with the beard the real right? you? Right. Like don't farmers burn their crops every now and then to make sure they come back stronger in the future? I you didn't burn it off, <laughs> did you? No, I oh, don't think Is that not how you shave nowadays? <laughs> did you burn off all your hair? I'm confused. Also it I don't think terrible. farmers just burn all their crops. I think that's counterproductive. Well I, I think say some education crops. needs to happen here. Yeah, you, you, you spot burn. We're not yeah, you spot farmers. Burn. Despite you guys living in Alberta and Amy Welcome working on a podcast. ranch, farm we don't cast. know about farm, farm things. Actually, I know a lot about chickens. Okay. True. Yeah, we do know chickens. kind of a lot about farming things. And yeah. goats. Had a pretty big vegetable garden. Yeah. A lot of my family had farms growing up. So. I have milked cows. My dad goats. would be super sad about my lack of knowledge about farms. <laughs> <laughs> I got knocked off a donkey oh. when I was a kid. Scarred him for yeah, life. Yeah, I, I don't ride things now. Mm. Just in general. It's a rule. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like, you know where you nothing. can see a picture of Tom without a beard is over on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast for all... For one, all your shaving all your needs, who knows? Next month, who knows what else? It's going to be a picture of my leg, and it'll be like Amy finally shaved her leg, and it'll just be a picture <laughs> no, of my you leg. Yours will be your chest. What I'll do is I'll just post that one to public, so that if you just go to the site, check out the other stuff, but you'll see Tom's face without a beard. Okay, for free. That's, That's free. No charge. First, first beard free face is free. The rest. Oof, you the gotta rest. pay for the you rest. For yep. You gotta pay for my not um, hairy leg. Something else you get on Patreon when you're a patron is an episode dedicated to you. Like today's episode dedication, who is for, which is, who, who, which, what? Who is for God, which has? <laughs> Brad. Mm, that's oh, Brad. Brad from Brad. Fate of Ison Podcast. Is it time to read another review? Because we got another review that came in the other day. And I think we should read it. Let's do it now. Uh, so we got a lovely review from 1987 Chucky from New Zealand. Great year, by the right? way. Russ and the players are just an absolute joy to listen to. The funny intros to each episode and the bloopers at the end are a great way to bookend the fantastic role playing in the middle. It's definitely in my favorites. Aww. Uh, that's so nice. I feel like I'm Very a little nice. bit like verklempt about it. <laughs> for clumped. You get a little misty. Yeah, it's just I can't there's something in your eye. You know. Like us, take the time to write that they like us. It blows my mind. I think we need more confidence. I think we need to go to a confidence <laughs> workshop. I don't know. Because we're always like, oh God, we're such a pile of hot, like on fire garbage. <laughs> like, why does anyone ever I think we're a delight. I love spending time with you. You're some of my favorite people in the whole world. I just can't believe that that 
like moves beyond us to strangers That's on the true. other yeah, side think, of the world. I think Carla's totally right because I mean the amount of times that I've written an iTunes review of something, I can probably count on one hand. So whenever people do actually do it, it's like mind blowing to me. Yes. Well, and it feels so good. Like let's call to action right now for our listeners here. Like go out and it could be for us. It could be just for something else you listen to. It could, you know, whatever. But go out and leave a review for something you love because guaranteed you are going to make that person's day. Yes. Or those people's day. I like that idea. Unless it's a bad review. Don't. Don't well, yeah, I mean, don't no, go out I of said, your way to harass you someone love. with a review. I mean, you can, like, you know, ironically leave a bad review. Oh, God, please, nobody be ironic. Yeah. We're so, I'm just, we're I'm so just covering bases. Just be earnest, please. The world needs more earnest. And I mean, like, earnest, that, scared, like, stupid. <laughs> find someone you like on Twitter and just tweet them that, like, hey, I really like your stuff. And it doesn't have to be any yeah. more than that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Let's spread some positivity. Ooh. That makes me happy. Yeah. And then, oh, and then tell us you did it and hashtag spread the good feels. You probably want to check and see if that's an actual. I probably should. Hashtag. We can always fix it. Otherwise, there's going to be a whole lot of hashtags. Closely associated with the Proud Boys. That is an unexpected <laughs> oh, <no>. turn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they made that Don't a hashtag it. about them, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, you go to Twitter. I go to Twitter. Clearly don't go to Twitter enough on your computer. Oh, no. It's Who not, goes to Twitter on a computer? <laughs> I do. Oh, uh, And Russell. then I can... You search Twitter. Hashtag. And then you search hashtag spread the good feels or whatever you said. Welcome to our IT Twitter related <laughs> podcast. <laughs> huh? No results. All right. You can go it's sp- ours now. spread the good feels. Go spread the good feels, you guys. Mm. Spread them around. Yeah. What, and then what did what did we do once we see that they've spread the good feels? I don't know. We we revel in the fact that just a little piece of our podcast has spread some joy out into the world that's gone beyond listening to the podcast. Okay, I was going to say I'd send you stickers. Oh! No, that's fine. <laughs> I no, mean, we'll just, the we'll joy just revel totally in your... Fine too. <laughs> Amy, Amy's thing is... Amy's thing stands. Sorry, everyone. So you, you don't get stickers. You, no, <laughs> you could have got stickers, but Amy didn't make that decision. So spread the good feels. Not starting now, obviously. Fuck it, let's play D&D! <laughs> You've arrived back in Waterdeep, and you're in the same teleportation chamber you left with Nye Ilmich. The illuminated runes are beginning to fade, as is the haze filling your vision. Is it purple haze? After only a few moments... Leosin and Lady Laryl Silverhand enter the room, nervous at first and then relieved to see the five of you there. Lady Silverhand speaks before you have the chance, and she says, I'm pleased to see your swift return, and seeing Nye Ilmich here with you tells me what I must know for the moment. The Council is gathering to discuss your final quests, and to determine our final count and plan for attack on the Well of the Dragons. She turns and begins walking out down the halls towards the council chamber. Leosin waves his hand for you to follow, and if you do, he closes the door behind you, sealing the teleportation chamber as you exit. 
And if we don't, <laughs> then we just, Too late. I guess we live, in, we live in the teleportation chamber now. He just closes the chamber and walks away and that's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not going to right. Who knows if Tiamat rises? Well, we'll take you off the list. It's fine. There is a bleak feel in the halls of Castle Waterdeep. It's an overcast day, and the sound of heavy rain echoes through the long, empty halls. The air feels thick. You pass by several windows, and the city sounds eerily calm. And from what you can see through brief glimpses, the people piled into Waterdeep have taken refuge under awnings and squeezed into any building they can. You see, perched atop the high walls that surround Waterdeep, Protanther, Eleuthera, Otorelia Carnos, Nemir, and Tasmakella, the Council of the Metallic Dragons. You finish your long walk towards the Council Chambers, and Lady Laryl has already entered. Leosin skips ahead of you and announces to the chamber, Ladies and gentlemen, new Lara Moonbrook, Flint Firebeard, Thea Amastasia, and Nye Ilmich have returned from Thay to discuss plans of our final move on the Cult of the Dragon at the Well of the Dragons. I wave around like... Like... (laughs) (laughs) Wanted to bust in there, like, you know, first string of a basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anthar Froom gives a hearty wave back. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah. I also waved at the metallic dragons. Uh, they are sitting outside the city. I know, like but I didn't want to interrupt yeah, you. Sure. I actually wanted yeah. to interrupt you, but I didn't. Yeah, As I it. passed, yeah. I waved. Vigorously. Embarrassingly vigorous. I know yeah. them! I know them! <laughs> <laughs> Guys! It's Thea! You threatened us that one time! We didn't we really get super along awkward great, meeting. But, but I think you're really cool! <laughs> you're number one fan! Leosin ushers you to... Four open seats. I skip does, ahead. Does as Donnie need did. a seat, or does Donnie just kind of hang out? I, I never, I never know out. what happens with Donnie. Okay. Does he push your chair in for you? Oh, that's. I, nice. I imagine him to sweet. be like really sweet. I, like that. Yeah. I think he's because he's bigger now. Like it's still pretty new that he is bigger. So I think he is kind of you know doing things like that that he couldn't do when he is was just he a little, little clumsy guy. too. Like he turns around and his tail like. Knocks over a chair, and then he's like, "Oh God, no!" And he goes to get it, and he knocks Makes the side table worse, over, yeah. and he's like, "Oh God!" It's real comedy. I'm a little worse. dragon in a now, big dragon's body. <laughs> That's what I imagine. Anyway, I take a seat. I think we all do. Mm-hmm. As everybody sits down, Leosin speaks up again. He said, "Word has come that hundreds of chromatic dragons have gathered, and as discussed, today's session will decide who among us." will pledge their resources in stopping the Cult of the Dragon's plans to bring Tiamat back to this world. Lady Silverhand stops him and says, Before we get to that, our stalwart heroes have returned from their quests and have much to discuss. What can you tell us of your travels to Xanthal's Tower and... The hopes of bringing back the blue dragon mask. Oh, oh gonna take Leosin didn't. You gonna update you guys on that? Because we told them. I mean, I kind of, I kind of mentioned, but they didn't. They didn't really understand what I was telling them. It was a big trap. 
um, didn't go well. We uh, didn't get the mask. Yeah, bottom line, no mask. Yeah, yeah. it was, we uh, did get a, it was fake a fake mask, mask. though. So that was so. that was great. Learned a lot, though. Lots of personal growth <laughs> happened, <laughs> happened in that maze. We personally grew to despise mazes. Yep. Yeah. yep. I lost... I lost my owl for a while. I was pretty scary, but we found her. Oh, we got these too. And I reach into my bag and I pull out one of the giant diamonds. These could be helpful. They're teleportation diamonds. There's a... Okay. Oh, okay. So in Xanthos Tower, there's these giant... <laughs> God damn it. Tower. Come on, you know the word. There you go. God. Every time. I know, I love it. I like curvy thing. You know, like a like a sexy watch. Like a yeah. sexy fashion watch. watch. You know, a watch with a real nice waist and hip situation. Got okay. that silhouette. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know, one of those silhouette watches. Um, so Anyway, in the tower, we teleported all over the place with this weird little elevator situation thing. Um, and we found these really big hourglasses for me. And when you turn them, they supposedly control time and space and all sorts of things like that that Zontha was interested in. Uh, however, it was really, really old and unused. Uh, but we busted them open, and it turns out when you throw one of these, or toss it, or catch, I suppose, one of these diamonds, um, the catcher transports to where the thrower is, no, the where the person who catches it. It has nothing to do with throwing and catching. It's just you throw it up, and it, you, where you're looking, you go. Okay, I say that. When you, or where you think you want to go, you go. Well, I know, but I threw it at one point, or someone threw That's it, yeah, someone else caught it, and then they transport it. Sure. I'm just saying, it's it's showing a much better like use of it, too. If someone's in a pickle, you throw them a... Sure. Yeah. Well, don't throw them that. a pickle. That's not going to help their situation. <laughs> That'd be weird, right? <laughs> you look like you're hungry. Um. So do you understand how these things work, then? Uh, yeah, it's magic. All right, all right. I am well versed in magic. Good. No one wants. No one wants to sound like an idiot and say they don't understand magic. Who are you, sir? I've been at every council meeting thus far. Well, you've you just never asked yet my name spoken. now. My name is Tern Thunderspells Hornblade. The mighty strong name you have there, sir. Yes. Yes. So Miss we. Anastasia. Yeah. So we could possibly use these um, in a battle. It could be a very big surprise, a sneaky advantage that we have. Um, so that was a positive that came out of that entire waste of time. Um, um, another older human male, the long handlebar-like white mustache speaks up. He's wearing very exquisitely done armor. And he says, so you made it into Zonthal's Tower. We, did. Yeah, we I uh, must not be saying it right. We you got guys through that right. maze. We made it in the tower. We got the quote unquote dragon mask, but it was a fake. There's a 
hushed whispers throughout the chamber. I, I lean over to Nulara and I go, did I say it wrong the first time? <laughs> no, we, we both already said we didn't get the math. They got so excited about your teleportation diamonds, they just stopped listening, I guess. Shiny objects. The same man who you know as Sir Istival, he continues talking and he says, what you have is now under the rights of the land, ownership of Xanthal's Tower. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like finders keepers? Like we found it? Because we beat the maze? Do we have squatters rights? Because we're not there squatting currently. Yes. I see that. <laughs> see that. <laughs> what I'm saying is Xanthal's Tower is not something that people just walk up to and take. You hold within your minds the key to get into the tower. Therefore, you have rights to the tower. Well, it'd be a, it would be a pretty good, like, summer home. Very private. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. No solicitors. You hear among the other members in the chamber numbers being tossed around. 42, 78, 169. (laughs) Through context clues, you can figure out monetary values at which they would place to own such a property. Oh, it turned into storage words. Sir Istval speaks up and he says, be wary who you sell such a thing too if you were to sell it well we probably wouldn't because there's that Taraz the fair in there so we don't want him falling into the wrong hands hmm of course who's Taraz the fair well he's not fair at all oh no he's uh what was he an elemental he was a real dick is what he was (laughs) He, he was yeah doesn't matter what he is also, dead. didn't really seem to have any idea how chess works, but. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Fair enough. The whispers continue among the group. Um, and Lady Laryl Silverhand speaks up and says, sorry, so the blue dragon mask, it was a fake. Correct. And Leosin, you, do you, does somebody have the mask that was given to you? Or was there a, like. Do I still have it on my person, Russ? <clears throat> no, we know. gave it to hand... Oh, I don't I know. Gonna... We were we did... we were going to give it to the dragon. He handed and then... it back to Yeah, but then he like, like, tossed dumbos. it back to us and was this like, what do I want with this piece of wood, you doinks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so if I yeah, have it, I'll, I'll have pull it. it out of my, my rucksack. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's right here. Who who wants this? Uh, Lady Laryl Silverhand, she extends her hand. And says, I will take it, and even though we believe it to be fake, we will test it with our own 
wizards and see if there is anything that can be salvaged from. I uh, I walk over and give it to her. And, well, I, I hope you, I hope you get something out of this. I hope so too. And of your most recent mission to Thay. I assume by the fact that Nyilmich is back with you that that means they are here to assist us. Yeah, yeah. Tharchin Azeldryeth has promised an undead army, so that's good. Nyilmich speaks up. The the Red Wizards as well. So they don't seem like people that will really want, like, hanging around after, after we stop Tiamat. Just going to say that now. Mm. But, you know, currently we have a common enemy, so I think they will be very helpful. They seem very powerful. That is what I hoped. And she is interrupted by both Sir Istval and Ambassador Bronnenville of Mithril Hall both stand up and say, we should not have these wizards with us. We do have a common enemy, yes, but in your own words, you said we should not trust them, no? We're a little divided on this, because you guys, I kind of agree with you. I'm not going to lie. They did some sketchy shit to our friend Flint over here. Pulled some straight grade A baloney in his dream world. And and it wasn't cool. And how can you trust someone who does that? Also, what happens, you guys, when we defeat Tiamat and then we have this big undead army in the midst of a ruined Faerun just primed to be taken over by another big bad Ambassador Bronnenville says, Exactly! God damn it! This is what I told you, Silverhand. And she says, What we need is to save Faerun. They have pledged their wizards. They have pledged their army. Our armies outweigh theirs. When we win... Everyone will go their separate ways. It is part of the arrangement. You three made it back. I don't know what happened, but it was the arrangement that you would go and you would come back. I'm sorry if something happened to you, Flint Firebeard. It it seemed like they were just trying to understand our motivations more than anything, but they went about it just the complete, completely wrong way. Also, I'm not too smart with like our plans. So really they picked the wrong person. <laughs> we got more out of new Lara. Oh, what I got so much more. <laughs> I hear that she's the one who keeps the notes. <laughs> <laughs> You damn but right she Jesus. rolled the highest. She rolled the highest. <laughs> Nevertheless, they are an ally that knows some of the motivations and abilities of those that we are fighting. Ambassador Bronnenville and, and Sir Istval grumble as they sit back down. 
I never stood up to begin with. In fact, he is just like super cash. She's like sitting sideways on her chair, like arm on the back. <laughs> Actually, I flipped it around oh, and shit. I'm sitting backwards on the chair. Yeah, you just did. Really turned your hat around talk. and was like, let's get real for a minute. It's some real talk. Yeah. Real, you guys. Let me tell you about Zaz Tam. He might oh seem my. like a real cool dude, but in fact, he's the devil. Here's your this is your brain. Bible. This is your brain after <laughs> Zaz Tam. Uh, I had an extreme teen Bible, FYI. You Amazing. Because you were a super rad Christian girl. You bet I was taught Sunday school. If only God could see me now. Oh, he can, my dear. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole idea is that he can, right? Well, I guess so. Mm-hmm. All these runes I've painted all over the place. I... The all old the... ones are supposed to keep me safe all from All these him. goats I've been sacrificing, <laughs> I thought for sure I was. For what? For what? Anywho. It's got away from us. Yep. Um, I apologize. It always does. Yeah, got, yeah. While the wizards are unpredictable, they are necessary. And if that sways any of the factions from assisting us, then we will have to address that when that time comes. So they have given us an army of wizards and undead, is what they have said. Yes? yes? Yes. Finally, the metallic dragons, as you have seen, have been distributed among Faerun. Their forces are protecting some of the last strongholds throughout the land. The leaders are here waiting for further direction as to our final attack and when that will happen. We are to decide now, who will give their support? Everyone is welcome to go discuss amongst themselves. And we will reconvene very... We will reconvene... Like super right away. Like super right away. Very soon. Very soon. <laughs> Everyone gets up and goes... Some leave the room, some just move to talk in a corner. And my chair makes like a really loud screeching noise on the floor, like unexpectedly loud when I get up and I look a little embarrassed. I realize I can't quite get up very well because the seat, the chair is rather wide Mm. and I'm like trying like, like wide leg squat backing up. Yeah, like doing that shimmy back. Nothing elegant about it. Uh, So I think like we're in it. Oh, I didn't even oh, think yeah, we really 100%. need to talk yeah. about it. I okay. We've been doing all of this for this express purpose. I assumed we're in it till the end. Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing anything else. I mean, it's the inevitable rise of Tiamat. So exactly. Like, no use fighting it. We got to get there. Uh, Thea, I thought you looked really cool when you sat backwards on the chair like that. Oh, yeah, that was cool. awesome. It was a power move, I you know. I wanted to just come in and own the place, but I think I pulled like my hammy. Ooh. Oh, maybe like a Oof. grind muscle. Oof. I mean, That's the good thing one. is I don't think everyone was already in their conversation, so I don't really think anybody like saw the dismount too much, other than us. Oh, so, God. so that's good. That's good. I it think you. The, it wasn't the best part. 
What was the best part? Tell me again. <laughs> well, when you flipped the chair around initially, that was that was the best part. Well, c did you see that I had it up on only one leg and did like a little oh like, no, I missed that spin first. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty rad. It's a real baller move. You guys have yeah. any oh, guesses? And rad. Oh. I made that word up, by the way. It means required a lot of dexterity. Ooh. Ooh. I like I it. I like that. I like it. Uh, you guys got any guesses? Actually, two things I want to talk about. Any guesses as to who's going to cop out last minute among these suckers in this room, council chamber, where we definitely remember all the people that are here? Subpoint, we own Zonthal's tower now? Yeah, isn't that weird? That's I don't want to cool. sell it, though. I think we should just yeah. crash pad, like, yeah. all the way. Yeah, I mean... We clean that place up? I, I think... Hopefully we agree. Let's just, let's just wait to make any decisions about the tower until after Tiamat. Let's one thing yeah. at a time, right? Real sure. estate yeah. Yeah. buying and selling and owning new real estate can be very stressful. So let's yeah. just maybe, wait. Maybe we could get those monks that specialize in, in renovating properties. You know, the property brothers. Maybe, maybe we could oh. get them in there. <laughs> you know, fix it up a little bit for us. <laughs> As you're discussing whether to flip or sell or what have you, um, you are approached by a tiefling who you recognize from previous sessions, um, and she comes up to you and she is very dark purple skin, very red-brown hair, horns, dresses all in black. And she comes up to you and says, Oh, so you're you're the new owners of Zonthal's Tower, yes. Apparently, Apparently so. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's new to us, but yeah. I don't know if we've met before. I know we've seen you here, but mm -hmm. I don't recall your name if we have met. I yes. apologize. Mm -hmm. I'm New Lara. Uh yes, nice to meet you, New Lara. Ryan Ryan Nightshade is my name. Thea and Flint. Obviously. Nice to meet you, Ryan. Yeah, nice, nice to meet you, Ryan. Yeah, we haven't talked to most people here. We get talked at and then sent off a lot. So it sounds sounds like you should try and make a little more chit chat. You know, just try and be a little friendlier. Well, everyone's here we look super stressed out. Yeah, no, totally. It's true. There's just, always a bunch going on. They're flip flopping lunatics, is what they are. I got some cookies that would help with that. Really? Yeah. Really? Well, maybe we can talk later. Let me just be upfront with you here. I'm part of the Zentarum. Do you, do you know much about the Zentarum? I have a feeling like it has something to do with Zonthal's Tower. Not yet. Oh. oh. Uh, Not yet. No, I don't believe we know about the Zentarum, is it? Zen Zentarum. Um, would you like to make a history check and see if you know anything about the Zentarum? Oh, I would love to. Rolling dice. 16 plus. Seven. Don't, oh. I don't care how yeah. good it is. I'm still rolling my dice. I don't care. I mean, I'm really happy you got a good roll, but I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, Amy. Uh, so you know that the Zentarum, which is also known as the Black Network, is a loose affiliation of merchants, mercenaries, and malefactors. It's a lot of M's there. I like the alliteration. That's right. Common folk know the Zentarum as the people to talk to when you need the best guards or mercenaries money can buy. 
And if your cargo is somewhat shady, they're the ones to ask the least questions. That's what you know of. I feel them. like black market type mobster. Now what kind of like a mafia? What if your cargo is just parasols? What if it's just what if your no cargo questions. is all cargo pants? Oh shit. No questions. For the right Because that's a no lot questions. of cargo pants. You should cargo really session. ask some questions. You know what? I would equate the Zentarum to kind of being like the transporter, Jason Statham. Mm. You know, okay. They get so paid, just give them some look in the trunk. You're good to go. Never look yeah. in the Very trunk. Never look in the trunk. Don't look great. Ruggedly handsome. Yep. Yep. Well, hello there. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. Thanks for joining us for episode 66 of Dungeons and Dragons. Anyone know the property, brothers? As we're working on closing out 2018, I don't really have a lot to say right now, other than that you are amazing. Thank you for coming with us on this wild journey. We'll be celebrating uh, two years on January 3rd of Dungeons and Dragons being available. We've been getting close to 50,000 downloads. We've launched merchandise this year. We have an amazing community on Patreon. And the biggest thing is we get to share it all with you. The most wonderful people in the world, as far as I'm concerned. If there's anywhere that you haven't joined us but would like to know more about, visit our website, dumbdragons.com, where you can find out about us, where you can go to find uh, more about the Patreon community, and all of our social media channels, which I will admit we've been a little quiet on lately. Sorry for that. We're working towards the holidays, which is a crazy time for everyone, but we're also working towards ways uh, for you to be more involved with us and easier ways for you to be able to find us and talk to us and share with us and the community around the podcast. So, like I mentioned last week, in 2019, we'll be launching the Dungeons & Dragons Discord server to the public. It's currently available to patrons of Dungeons & Dragons, and there will be some new awesome things coming to Patreon and the podcast in general. It's going to be awesome. We're very excited for it once more all the links to everything you could want to check out are over on our website dumbdragons.com uh, so go check it out and we hope to see you in the adventure if you got a note for us send us an email uh, dumbdragonpodcast at gmail.com we love hearing from you and we we respond to anyone and everyone who sends us a note and a big thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at Sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. Links for everything mentioned today can be found in the description. The next episode will be out Wednesday, December 19th. Uh, we'll be continuing the story next week. And then on December 26th and January 2nd to celebrate Winter Solstice, we'll be doing a two-episode fun side story that we really hope you enjoy. We had a ton of fun playing it. Let's get back to the council chambers, though, and see what's happening. Have a great week. We'll talk soon. Got killer timing when delivering lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I've I've heard of the Zentarum. Um, you guys, you guys have um, a very specific client base, don't you? Anyone and everyone? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, really, that's right the target price. market you got to go for if you want to succeed pretty, these days. Pretty good. Good point, dwarf. Very um, discreet mm-hmm. is what I've heard. Yes. Yes. And you're are my friends getting my tower, like double or? entendre hits here and like my. Yes. Yeah, see. Double entendre was the wrong word. I need to back up a sec. 
I don't like it when I use the wrong word okay, when I'm then. describing stuff. <laughs> okay. It really bothers me. They'd be like, oh, Jesus, she doesn't know the double entendre means. I do know. Okay, what do you want to say? Do you want me just to cut it out? Yeah. Okay. Fuck, shit, fuck, fuck. I'll cut out what you said, but then leave in the fact that you messed up what you said. <laughs> no, that's weird. do that. We can have a, a contest to be like, if you know what Amy fucked up, <laughs> right in. <laughs> What do you think she fucked up? You you have me pegged. I'm here to talk about Zonthal's Tower. And what I'm here to discuss, I mean, is... The, the Black Network, Zentarm, is willing to act immediately on all things here. But if we can come to agreeable terms, we can solidify that support. Oh my god. Guys, can can we make a group announcement about the Zonthal's Tower? Because I have a feeling like this is not the only offer we are going to get in exchange for loyalty. Also, I mean, if, you're, if your business model is everyone and, and anyone, then you want more people alive in order to take advantage of your services, correct? Not less people? That's true. Yeah, basically, That's true. I, you know what? I think you're right, Thea. How about uh, group announcement? Group announcement. Can we, like, is there a, is there a, a town glass? That we I, can do you, I climb up on the table. You don't want to hear my offer before you clink your glasses. I mean, I just think at this rate, probably not. Like, we should just nip this one in the bud, and that'll be that. All right. Wow. We're sticking to our guns. I, I climb up onto the, the big boardroom table, the mm-hmm. council table. The circular say, council table. <laughs> um, excuse me. Excuse me. I'll wait. Everybody who's in the room, because some people left the room, yeah. but everybody who's in the room turns to look at you. Hey, sorry to interrupt. However, I feel like we have to say that if anyone is planning on approaching us, to talk about using Zonthal's Tower as a leverage point for loyalty, you can just shove it right now. Because we are not looking to sell the tower to the highest bidder for the f- fate of Faerun. You are here regardless. Do what you want to do. The tower is not for sale. Have some morals and some ethics, people. That is all. And I, I kind of bang my axe on the yeah, ground like, totally. yeah. Down my, down my hand <laughs> on the me. table. Everybody looks amongst themselves and says, oh, all right. Is there any any no. corners of the room that there was an audible like, oh, man. No, just play. <laughs> <laughs> she says, all right, you've made yourself known. And she begins to walk away and talks to someone else. I think we did the right thing, but I'm totally curious. <laughs> Me too. But morally, I think we made a good decision. Yeah. We are talking <laughs> about the end of the world. Let's... Yeah. What does a piece of property matter? Let's deal with the end of the world first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guy. It's like, okay. I just wanted to tell you the goddamn offer. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. You didn't want to know the offer. Well, we might have been swayed if we found out what the offer was. So, like, See, best that's to just why shut it best, down. Exactly. Best that we are not tempted. That's very true to our characters. So, it's good, good for us. Even though Tom, Amy, and Carla really 
We want that really money. Really want to know. <laughs> yeah, totally. Can you tell us later what the offer was? Nope. I hate oh, you I so know. much right now. Uh, Probably had a whole Fair knowledge character knowledge. <sighs> Anyways. Like later, like in like two years real time. Go yeah, on. like in Seattle. Yeah, could you? Yeah. yeah, sure. Or like in yeah. two yeah. months real time. <laughs> two years. Whatever. Yeah, like yeah. Seattle. <laughs> okay, or two months. <laughs> Maybe in like 20 minutes. It's fine, guys. Uh, everybody make a perception check. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> also, oh, no. 11, and I rolled a 2. I got a 4. Uh, I got a 24. Nope, 26. Oh, thank Math, oh, math thank is hard. <laughs> Guys, what if my ability to get good rolls was somehow, like, in tandem with my beard? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. No. I mean, so far, that's checking but, out. But it'll be back before we really need them. This right? is true. This is true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super perceptor over there. Um, you talking you, to me? You're, yeah, yeah, Flint. <laughs> no, Nulara, you, um, you, you're at this point kind of just waiting for everybody to return to the room, and um, you know you put your hands in your pockets, and you find something inside your pocket that you didn't think was there before. You pull it out, and it is a, it's a motherfucking business card. <laughs> It's an it it's an offer and you can't refuse it. No. So wait, Nulara uh, has one hand in her pocket. What's your is other, the other hand? Other one doing, hailing Nulara? a taxi cab? Or like throwing up a peace sign? What's happening here? Mm. We're about to find Smoking out. He's gonna tell me. I've got one hand in my pocket and one hand is holding a human finger bone. Oh boy. Oh. Tied <laughs> to I was not tied... expecting that. <laughs> that song would be ter- more terrible. Uh, a yeah, human we'll finger it. bone. More terrible is exactly correct. <laughs> also, can we get that Ta- song on the Spotify playlist, please? Mm, That'd be great, yeah. yeah. Uh, human finger bone tied to a loop of dried gut. And Ooh, do Nuhara, I know... what do you have in your fucking pockets? Clean your pants. Good <laughs> God. I... This was not here before. But it's okay, because I totally know what this means as I roll another amazing something check. Wait, was I percepting to see if I knew there was something in my pocket? Because that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Can I do a, like, history check? What would make sense? Sure. Because, like, yeah. if this is, like, a thing that means something. Is this a horse's like a head in my bed? Either like, do a, I know yeah. what this means? Is this a black rose on her doorstep? I give you either history or arcana. Okay, let me see what I'm better at. But, like, at. natural it's a world. Tie. <laughs> Critical fail. Ooh. So I don't think I even know it's a finger bone. I don't think, I think I'm useless. You look at it and you're like, what? What is this? You guys, Can I roll to see if yeah, I know what that yeah, is? Yeah, because of course I'm like, you guys already saw it, right? Like, what? This was not in my pocket, you guys. I don't know what this is. Um, 18. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and you think it could be part of some sort of spell components. Oh my god. Nulara, how long has this been in your pocket? I think just now. I don't know. Can you detect magic on it? Like, tell me if it's magic. Am I cursed? I I already have a fucking dagger that's plaguing my waking nightmare of a life. (laughs) Tell me what this finger is about. Hey, finger bone. You magic? (laughs) Yeah. You magic? Yeah? I I hold it and I say, hey, finger bone. Magic? 
Yeah, it is definitely <laughs> magic. Cool. How much does detect magic give you? It I know it's like all of it, but what it exactly? It tells me the school of magic. It tells me. It tells me one hundred percent of the info that I want to know. Faint aura <laughs> around. I learn the school of magic, if any. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So Nulara, I think. I mean, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. Um, I think someone might be trying to cast a spell on you, maybe a curse. It's uh, it, the school of magic is abjuration. It's an it's a, it's an abjuration spell. Well, yeah, I know. Like, do you guys? I'm like looking in my other pocket. Like, is this I'm just me? Do you have anything? Now. Yeah, uh, yeah, Thea, you search your pocket, uh, and you don't have anything in there. But if you go further through your bags, you find this a uh, same human finger bone with a dried uh, loop of dried gut in your satchel, your bag. Son of a bitch. Now, I, I'm assuming after seeing these two find these things, I also find one? Uh, you sure do in your in your, your pants pocket. Damn it. Um, is Leosin still in the room? He is, yeah. Hey, Leosin, come here. He's smart. He always knows what the fuck's going on. As you call Leosin... Uh, you see you catch the eye of uh, Nye Ilmich, and she rushes over to you and closes your hand on the human finger bone, and she says, that is protection from the Red Wizards. Please clarify. <laughs> protection from the Red Wizards, or the Red Wizards are protecting us providing from something else? You, the Red Wizards are providing you protection. Ah. Uh. It will act, when activated, as a scroll of protection from undead. Okay. okay. Why weren't we told we were given these? And why, if we're on the same side, would we need protection from the undead? I'm very uncomfortable now, Nihilich. You don't need protection from the undead being provided in the arm. You need protection from the wet... Wed wizards. The wed wizards from the wet bandits. Pr- they are the child killers, wizards. and they are coming for you. They are bloodthirsty child killers. <laughs> you need protection from the exiles, who right. could also be raising undead at the well of the dragons, where they raise undead dragons. Right. That right. seems. Yeah, that seems okay. like that would be very problematic. Well, thank you, but I still don't understand why. The protection had to be a secret. If anything, it probably would have developed a better bond between us. Tharchian Iseldra Yeth likes to put surprise fin- people. Put finger bones in people's pockets? It's like a little, like, going away present. Before she became the vampire she is today, she was a real prankster gangster. <laughs> <laughs> You've been rounded. Okay, Russ, we need a backstory about how she is a prankster gangster. Mm-hmm. She did oh my not gosh, seem that like a, a good thing kind of gal. No. When we met her. She likes to just, you know, provide her help. In the in the creepiest, surprisingest way possible. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. So to activate it, you uh, snap it in half. Like oh, this is like a wishbone, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly like a wishbone. It's but unfortunate. A human finger. That we're going oh, to it's completely, Great. completely That's forget. Perfect. That we need to do this. Guys, somebody write a note. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in my items mm-hmm. and then put finger bone snap it. Bop finger bone snap. Bop it. <laughs> <laughs> Bop twist it. it. Yeah. Was it twist it? Was it pull it? Pull it. Bop Skip it, it. Twist it. I don't think it was dip it. Pass it. Dip it. <laughs> Fail and throw it on the ground in angry rage and storm out of the room. It snaps on the ground and protects that flower that was right there. Oh. So protection from undead is what you get, right, Russ? Uh, yes, sir. It acts as a scroll of protection from undead. Yep. Okay, got it. I wrote finger right bones. To snap my lucky loo. Oh yeah. Um, at Leosin comes over. He's like, yeah. What's up? Just wanted to say hi. See how you're doing. You think people are going to be on board here? Because I hope so. Initial cruises around the room, things seem good. There were a few groups that left to go discuss. Uncertain about their stance. Um, so it's a real toss-up, but uh, it's looking good. Great. It's two big <laughs> thumbs up. Great. Thanks, Leosin. Yeah. I think we're going to be, like, reconvening here sometime soon. As you say that, Lady Laryl Silverhand speaks up and says, uh, if we could have everybody return to the table. Is it like in a in a theater where they play that little chime noise to send everyone back in? She flicked the lights Bing. off and on. Yep. Intermission is over. Yeah, she gets her, her squires to run around the room and snuff the candles. <laughs> and then, like, relight. And then relight yep. them and then yep. snuff them and then relight them. I mean, people Perfect. are magic, Russ. You're always funnier, nope. but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody comes back to the table and she says... So, where do we stand? Music in today's episode was by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. Leosin speaks up again. He said, Word... Word. 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 And then he leaves. No. After a brief timeout. After a brief checking on the five-year-old. Can you hear all my dice rolling? I can. It sounds like a lot of them. Just getting it all out of my system. Okay. We have a council meeting. There's not going to be a lot of dice rolling. I was like, do we get to fight? And he's like, you are going into the biggest battle of your life. And I was like, so, so no, so no, right? <laughs> so like a political battle. Great. Yep. Great. Great. <laughs> it's a lot of like, it's going to be a battle of words. It's like, a lot of uh, episode one, Phantom Menace, uh, Phantom Menace trade uh, talks. Yeah. Memis. Like Femis- a lot Memis. of, uh, a lot of, do you remember talking to this person kind of questions from council members mm-hmm. for us to be like, um, maybe it could no. be a rap battle. And we're like, do trains exist in this world? <laughs> dum-dums who okay amy if it was a rap battle if i was listening to our podcast that sounds great as the ones creating it do you think that's a good idea <laughs> no like do you think that's a no. good suggestion no. for us very rarely i mean very rarely do i know I all the words to a not few rap songs and i don't know that any of them would be helpful in this situation mm. So like some old school NWA would not fit the bill? No, I mean, I really got the Fresh Prince theme down. I can do Baby Got Back, like, end to end. I got a lot of of M&M. This is a story all about how. I mean, I've got, 
Gangsta's Paradise, just off Ooh, the dome I could do yeah. for yep. sure. But you got skills. Um, to create our own seems well outside our skill set. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I mean, give me 20 minutes and I could probably change some lyrics in the Fresh Prince rap to yeah, uh, yeah. to be, you know, topical for us. But that's about as good as it's going to get. When I was in high school, my friend and I ran for class president. And that was like our as a team. Yeah. OK. That's it's very surprising. It's very common. Um, and our speech was to the Fresh Prince theme song. Classic. And Excellent. it was yeah, pretty rad. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't win because the people that won promised that they would get a Slurpee machine. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah they, they, had no chance. they did not get a Slurpee machine. Liars. Also, follow-up question about the rap that you did. Mm-hmm. Was it the extended version I that think you would it see was. sometimes, mm-hmm. but I not think, always? I think it was. I mean, it was literally like 50 years ago, so. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was like how I looked the last time I uh, shaved. (laughs) I actually was the original creator of the Fresh Prince theme for my high school uh, presidency speech. They copied it for the show. Will Smith was like in the audience and he was like, ooh, these guys got some good. No, it was his cousin and he phoned him up and he was like, Will, Will, you know that sound you've been looking for? Marvin Smith. That sound you've been looking for. These little white girls, they got it going on. Uh, my friend was it's like not a white, bring actually. It on. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Well. Sorry. Still I mean, a reverse bring it on. It still. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> you missed a lot of good stuff there, Russ. Yeah. I'll, I'll hear it in post. Don't worry. I'll just relive it. Like I was there and I'll talk like I was there. You know. <laughs> if Russ I'm sure you guys left some blanks into our yeah. conversation yeah. and I hear that in the You'll bloopers, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> He's writing. <laughs> Insert self into conversation, just like you'd Photoshop yourself into exactly. family pictures that you weren't a part of. It'll be totally off topic and out of context and it'll work great. I, love it. I had one of those too and then the wheels fell off and then it was useless. That's what I say when I join in a conversation that I know nothing about what they're talking oh, about. Oh, I like it. Like, Excellent. It's my, it's so like they'll in. be talking and I'll come in and I'll be like, oh my God, right? Me too. I had one of those and then the wheels fell off and then it was useless. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I hope I get to use that at podcast. I bet you Sounds will. like a real power I, move. I'm sure I Guaranteed. Will. You could probably just walk up to any group of people and do that. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Then slap a sticker on their forehead and walk away. <laughs> and get charged with assault. And yeah, right. End of podcast. My God. <laughs> yeah. End up in a foreign prison. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It's right? a foreign yep. prison. Foreign yeah. prison. It's not my prison. Okay, fuck it. We're playing D&D. <laughs> Good thing you already said it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Because that one was getting the conversation the we Yeah, it was. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dum Dums and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dum Dums and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot.